Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as per usual, I give God glory and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 229 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we're going to do something a little lighter today. We're going to head into room A203 with a personal post about me. So if you would, please go ahead, get yourself a snack, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with being an introvert. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, everybody. So as evidence in our introduction, we are in room A203 today. And whenever you see or hear A203 from me, that means that we're doing podcasts and posts that are more personal and on the lighter side of life. And in thinking about that moniker A203, I I'm not 100% sure that I ever explained why I chose that. And I thought that this would be an apropos time to do just that before we get to talking about our content. So back when I was in elementary school, uh, it was McKinley Elementary School. And some of you all that are from my hometown will remember that school fondly. It has great memories for me as a youngster. I enjoyed my time there and In that particular school, and probably all schools all over the country, but in that school, there were classrooms that had numbers on them so that you knew what classroom number you needed to go to. And for whatever reason, the classroom number that I remember out of all of those years is room A203, and that was my third grade class. And I've mentioned this teacher a couple of times, I believe, uh, in some posts and on a couple of podcasts. My third grade teacher, her name was Patricia Dickerson. Uh, Remember her first and last name and remember her fondly. My goodness, BCU fam. You know, just I can remember her face. And looking back now, she was a young person. (laughs) I won't say how old she was, but just young, absolutely stunningly beautiful. I wore her hair in a and an afro and sometimes she would have it pressed out and she wore uh, these 
beautiful silver bracelets and they would tinkle about whenever she was teaching and talking. And I was just so fascinated by her and learned so much in that classroom. And all of my teachers were amazing. This one just stands out to me. And I just remember sitting in that classroom and listening to her and I would look out the window from time to time and whatnot. And it, there's just a very warm, nostalgic feeling that comes all over me when I think about her and being in that space. And that's why you have room A203. So I do thank God for those memories and how he has allowed me to incorporate that into this podcast that he has given me. So I just wanted to give that to you. So that leads me to a post that I had put up around 10 random things about BCU. I've done that twice and I will link that in the show notes. And in one of those 10 random things, I mentioned that I was a little shy and introverted, especially as a youngster and even still today. Now, I thought that I would delve into that some more because when I say that to people, sometimes they get a little chuckle (laughs) and simply cannot believe that I am shy and introverted. What, Blenda, are you serious? So what I thought I would do is let's dig into uh, what introverted means and go from there. Now, um, let me just say this, BCU fam, that in saying that I was shy, you know, a number of years ago, I don't know that there was a lot of research done or maybe just unbeknownst to me about being introverted and extroverted. I'm sure it was out there and I just didn't know about it uh, back in the day. And in doing uh, research, you know, more and more over the years, I realized that uh, there are certain personality traits, uh, as it were, that we are given. And it's good to explore that to help to understand people. Uh, rather than just sort of saying, well, you know, that can't be so, or how do you know that? So it's always good to research things. I love to look things up, love to research things. And I think it's important for us to learn how to understand other people so that we know how to relate to them better. So with that, I'm going to relate to my introverts that are in the group here today. And if you're not an introvert, uh, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll understand introverts a little better. So let's start with a little bit of a definition around introverts and extroverts, and then we'll go from there. So uh, let me go on the opposite side of things and let's talk about an extrovert. Now, these are general in the way of descriptions and they won't fit everybody and everything. So let me just put that out there straight away. Now, an extrovert, they're normally described as being outgoing, fun-loving, friendly, and talkative. Just in a nutshell, there are other traits, but that's that's pretty much uh, how you would describe an extroverted person. And truth be told, I can be that person. (laughs) Now, an introvert is characterized as being more reserved, withdrawn, and introspective, sort of deep thinkers, and they like to be in small social circles. And that is true of me also. And believe it or not, that is more me than the extrovert. So let's talk about an introvert and how they function. And we'll go from there. 
Now, I did some research again, have been doing research for a good while about this, and I landed on a site called introvertdeer.com. And I will link that in the show notes. And there was a good list and actually a quiz as well. And I'll link all of that in the show notes. Very good list on what introverts are like. So I thought I'd share some of those things on that list with all of you. All right. So let's get into it. Number one. Introverts enjoy spending time alone. Now, most introverts enjoy social time as well, but all introverts enjoy the solitude of spending time by themselves. If alone time feels refreshing, peaceful, and helps you to recharge, you are likely an introvert. Number two, you do your best work alone. Introverts rarely work well when there are a lot of crowd noise and busy environments. The more secluded an introvert is, the more likely they are to focus and produce outstanding work. Most introverts may feel more creative, focused or productive or just simply be able to do more in a shorter time when they are secluded. Now, that does not mean that an introvert can't work on teams, but once all the tasks are divvied up, then that introvert wants to scoot to a place by themselves and get the work done. All right. Number three, if you're an introvert, you'd rather hang out with a few close friends than a large group of people. Now, it is a myth, BCU fam, that introverts do not like to socialize. They like to socialize, absolutely. Sitting with a few close friends, uh, an introvert can enjoy chatting for long periods of time and in that particular setting may seem, quote unquote, like an extrovert, outgoing and fun and talkative and things like that. For whatever reason, sitting with a small group of people that particular interaction doesn't drain uh, an introvert like other settings that are loud and busier and noisier and more crowded can do so. Uh, Once it gets to be that way, loud or, or noisy or extra crowded, it's a matter of time before the introvert starts to feel their energy draining, as it were, and they are ready to retreat. So, Uh, Small groups of people are fine Um, and even a large group might be okay for a a small amount of time. But then the introvert wants to get back to being more on the secluded side of the house. All right. Let's go to number four. If you're an introvert, you might prefer to stay out of the spotlight. Now, of course, BCU fam, there are exceptions to this, just like the previous three and the next couple that I'm going to read. But many introverts prefer not to speak up in large group settings and would rather hand off speaking roles to someone else. Now, of course, many introverts are creative and they're performers and they love to get on stage. 
There are other introverts who are business leaders who speak in front of teams and audiences all of the time. So introverts are fully capable of learning and mastering these skills. Absolutely. And the Lord can work that out. And I'm a witness to it. But if your natural inclination is to avoid group participation, you may be an introvert. And this one speaks to me loudly, BCU fam, very loudly. (laughs) All right. Number five, you may be an introvert if you are better at writing your thoughts than speaking them. Now, you may be a natural novelist, maybe not, but if writing is more comfortable for you than saying what you're saying in person, it's a strong sign that you are an introvert. Introverts like to take time to think about what they want to say. And while that can slow down a live conversation, it makes for very expressive and clear writing. And it's interesting, as I looked at this one, BCU fam, when it comes to the podcast and doing my podcast on the go versus sitting down and writing things out, my preference is to write things down and then script them as it were. And I don't always read right off the script. I'll add and, and um, do things along the way, but I like to have an outline at least of what I'm going to talk about. And the podcasts on the go are tougher for me because I do those without any editing. It's pretty much off the cuff and what you get is what you get. So it's a little uncomfortable for me because I haven't really thought things out all the way or written them down. But by God's grace, it it works out, right? (laughs) We thank God for that. All right. Number six, number six, you dive deep both in your relationships and your interests as an introvert. Now, what does that mean? That means that because the introvert likes to spend time alone, they do a lot of self-reflection, of course. So introverts spend a lot of time thinking about their lives, the people that they love, careers, or big questions in life. Or maybe they might spend it reading, researching, or creating art. All of these things give an introvert a tendency to go deeper than others into topics and pursuits that interest them. And then, of course, uh, some of that time spent alone is just relaxing and recharging. All right. And number seven, our last one. You have a vivid, rich inner world. Now, you might spend a lot of time pondering and even sort of daydreaming, or maybe you prefer to think things through before you speak or act. Not every introvert is a dreamer or creative, but almost all introverts have an entire inner world that they find just as comfortable as the world around them. And I I have to say that this resonates with me as well. Uh, I like to be in my head. Uh, sometimes that's that's not a good thing, <laughs> depending on what it is. But for the most part, I just enjoy being just in my my little blender world. Someone said to me one time, just me and Jesus. And there are other times where with that rich, vivid inner world, I, I take some of what's going on around me into that world. So, uh, for example, when I do want to watch a little television or something like that, 
I like to create the inner world that I like to watch. I'm not one to flip and watch new things. Uh, for many of you all that know me, I like things that are comfortable, things that I know, things from uh, back in the day types of television. I'm not really into uh, TV that much anyway, but the newer shows where there's a lot of reality television and beeping and fighting and things like that, that's, that's not for this introvert. You know, I like safe things and uh, things that have you to do some thinking. For example, uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Uh, there's something about the psychological part of trying to get that mystery solved that works for me. Uh, some of you all know that I love a Perry Mason. Um, I love documentaries about people. So things like that are what I gravitate toward. And it's not to say that an extrovert does not. I like more thinking um, television, so to speak, than not. Now, I do like the occasional comedy and things as well. So I, I do balance all of that out. But I'm, I'm all about the deep thinking when it comes to uh, the things that I do watch and pay attention to. And that also goes for videos that I watch and podcasts that I listen to. I like those things that are going to add to my inner world. So there were more things on the list, BCU fam. And again, you can go to introvertdeer.com to check that out. And also uh, check out a quiz to see if you are an introvert or not. Now, let me say this to you all that no two introverts are exactly alike. And what may be true for one introvert uh, can be quite different for another one. Uh, each introvert has a different level of tolerance for socializing and other types of stimulation. So it, it does depend on what's happening with that person. Because God has made us all individuals, uh, we're going to be on a spectrum, as it were. Uh, introvertdeer.com also goes on to say that above all, there is no such thing as a pure introvert or extrovert. Um, again, there is a spectrum. So there, there's no all or nothing. Everyone, I believe, acts introverted at times and extroverted at other times, depending on the situation and your personality. So in this BCU film, when I read through this, it just explained so many things from a historical and even maybe a hereditary perspective. Now, my dad who is a wonderful man of God. I thank God for him. And he is a retired transit system operator. Now he definitely and very obviously interacted with us at home and when we went on vacations and, and different things like that on the weekends. And we would do things together as a family and all of that. So obviously he was, he was interactional. Uh, generally his personality was that he was more quiet and reserved. And what I find funny is, is that uh, he would go to work as a transit operator and from talking to co-workers and things, because we used to sometimes uh, see him at work and talk to uh, his co-workers, he interacted with people constantly. It was a part of his occupation. So he had to talk to people off and on all day long. Now, in doing that uh, for eight plus hours, when he got home, he spoke and talked and, you know, we, we got to interact with one another. He was a little bit more, as I had mentioned, quieter and reserved. And looking back at that and knowing what I know now, my dad is uh, more on the introverted side of the house. And he had to be somewhat extroverted at work because that was part of his occupation. 
And then when he came home, that was the time to relax and to recharge. So there wasn't as much talking. And we used to sort of joke about that when we were younger and, and didn't know anything about these kinds of things. And now that I am of age, I get it. <laughs> I get it, BCU fam, because uh, for those of you all who may not know, not only has the Lord blessed me with doing this uh, for him, my occupation as a corporate trainer has me doing a lot of talking and instructing a good part of the day so that once that day is over, I really am not one to do a lot in the way of excess talk, especially if it's going to be what we would consider draining. Now, when I when I say draining BCU fam, and, and I need to tread really lightly here, there are people sometimes who have a tendency to be, I want to put this delicately, a pessimistic and not their conversation isn't one that lends to being grateful, thankful or anything like that. Now, we're going to have those moments and we're going to have those people in our lives. So that that's something that we can't escape. I think for the introvert or or and it could just be just the, the Lord down on the inside. If in the first few minutes of that conversation or let's say the first 30 minutes of that conversation, if that can't be turned around because, you know, so and so wants to stay in the space that they're in, it becomes draining. <laughs> you all follow what I'm saying here. It just becomes draining. So while and when those situations do come up, this is where you have to, as an introvert, just ask the Lord for some extra grace and some patience in how to reach this individual. And if they want to stay where they are, that the Lord works out the situation where we say what the Lord wants us to say, and then we just go ahead and exit that conversation. So um, in that we can't allow introverts we can't allow when things when we can't relax and recharge the way that we want to. We don't want that to impede God's word going forward or mistreating someone even accidentally. You all follow what I'm saying there. So we don't want that to uh, stop what God would have us to do. So this is where we need to stay in tune with God uh, all the more so that we know how to handle those situations, even when our energy is low. And when I think about uh, you know, maybe uh, situations uh, after a really good uh, service at church and things like that. Uh, after that, uh, I, and I we fellowshiped and it's great. And then after that fellowship, it's time to get to myself. You all see what I'm saying there. So uh, there are times where I wanted to get to myself right after service and had to put that on hold because, you know, there was fellowship time or someone needed something. So we don't want uh, our needs to uh, override the fact that the Lord has work for us to do is what I'm saying. So we, we have to take all that into consideration, but it just explains a lot of things, BCU fam. And there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. I believe in our society that they expect everyone to be chatty at a certain level. And that just isn't the way that things are. And that if you are extremely extroverted, or if you know someone who is introverted, we want to embrace them for who they are and help them to understand that it's okay to be quiet 
it's okay to be on the more introspective side of things and that we should nurture that, allow that person to be that way. And then I, I want to say just in the way of patience, um, uh, let them know that it's safe to speak to them because I think too with introversion, and I wasn't going to say this BCU fan, but the Lord is, is speaking and I thank him for it. I think too with a lot of introverts is that because they live in that rich, vivid inner world and because they feel safe uh, in their own minds, that they don't always speak up about what's going on with them. And it's important to foster relationships so that if something does come up in an introvert's life that they can speak to you. And if you are an extrovert, meaning that you are doing all of the talking, that you have to tone down that and really listen to the introvert, pay attention to the introvert. So that that's just something that popped up in my mind because I can remember not always feeling comfortable speaking up. That's that's one of the traits of an, extra, an introvert rather and people not making that comfortable as it were. So you want to just make sure that if you notice that someone is an introvert that you are welcoming them to be able to speak to you uh, in case they need to on situations that may be important to them or struggles that they may be facing so that uh, they get what it is that they need. And uh, the last thing I'll say on this is that uh, one thing I notice about an introvert is that they're going to spend a lot of time alone with the Lord. I should add that onto the list. And that is a plus. And again, not that extroverts do not. But I know that this introvert loves to talk with Jesus uh, out loud, <laughs> uh, especially when there is, is no one in the house and it's quiet and just walking and talking with Jesus in the car, things like that. And uh, that makes for a rich prayer life and ability to be able to hear God uh, so clearly in situations. So um, introversion does have its benefits, right? There are some things that we need to work on, but also it's got its benefits. So I am hopeful, BCU fam, that that gave you a little more insight uh, in the life of this introvert and or maybe ambivert someone said that i could be ambiverted as well but i'm gonna go with introvert uh, ambivert means that you you can kind of go back and forth but nonetheless and i am curious to know you know what your personality type is are you more of an introvert extrovert are you sort of in the middle uh did you take the quiz on introvertdeer.com what were your results so i'll tell you what uh once you do all of that i would love for you to head down on blendcouragesyou.com to the comments section and let's talk all of this through. Let's do that. All right, BCU fam. So I, I tell you, I did not intend to get on to say everything that I did, but I loved this conversation. So I'm looking forward to talking more with all of you. So with that, we've got to wrap up everything. It has been my pleasure being here with all of you all today. And uh, with that BCU fam, until the next time that we are together, may our Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace, whether you are introverted or extroverted, as you stay on the wall. Bye, everybody.